Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Newsgram. How does the mind work? I know, that's kind of a loaded question. So let's narrow it down a little bit. How do dreams work? They're influenced by the physical self, right? Are they influenced by our waking lives or the amount of sleep we're getting? And what if our waking life is causing us to have nightmares? How is the physical self transformed into the virtual self? Some pretty big questions. Today on Newsgram, we're going to break it all down and learn how you can take unpleasant thoughts like nightmares and brain images and transform them into something more positive. You see, we all have emotions and anxieties, good and bad. These feelings are made into imagery by our mind. And that can be visual, it can be uh, tactile, uh, touching, it can be sound, and it can be smell or, or, or taste as well. But uh, usually it's visual or it's auditory. So th- those get transferred into things that you can see in your dreams, like, like you're the, the, the movie uh, director and, and scriptwriter. Concepts get turned back into emotions in dreams as well. And so uh, this is a bi-directional process. So I give um, a fair number of examples of uh, different emotions, um, uh, different feelings uh, in the bi-directionality of, of the imaging and the sensory process that, that, that occur in there. And once you understand that, it opens up a whole world of fascination to observe your own dreams because you're now understanding what's causing them. That is Glenn Just, and he's author of a new book called Image Transformations of the Brain Mind, Experiencing the Emergent Supervening Self. He says one way to control these processes is by using a technique called self-hypnosis. I use self-hypnosis to learn mind control. And if you think of mind control to say the way some Buddhists do or, or yogis do, they can control the imaging in their dreams or when they're awake, what's going through their minds. And so I, I learned how to do that uh, on my own using the mind control techniques of self-hypnosis. Kind of sounds like we just need to focus on having good thoughts. In a small way, that is true, but it does go a lot deeper. From a layman's perspective, nightmares are a reflection of unmet psychological needs or simply a frustration going on in your life that's manifesting itself in this way. Glenn has done a lot of work in this field, and we'll get into his background in a second. Here, he talks about his experience in the early stages of learning self-hypnosis. To learn self-hypnosis, I would say things like lay down quietly, relax without any disturbances, and say my arm or leg is rising. You're not making it rise. It's rising on its own. So what I was doing is is teaching the automatic primary part of the old brain to act on its own. And, and then by remaining lucid, meaning that I was aware of what I was doing while I was doing it, I observed myself doing these things. Visualize the outcome and control the outcome. Interesting. Before we get too deep into this, let's cut to the chase. Why? Part of my motivation to write the book is to counteract a, a lot of the mythologies that's out there. You can read books where an acorn means this and uh, a snake means that. And, and Freud did that. He had over like 247 or something specific things that he's following the old mythology. And if, if you're caught up in that mythology, give it up. 
and, and learn how the transformations actually occur. So you can deal with your own anxiety, lead a better life and have more insight into who you are and, and who your fellow human beings are. Knowledge is power. The more we understand about our own mind, the better equipped we are to deal with our own personal issues. Now, this is no substitute for professional help, but personally, I do like to arm myself with enough knowledge to try and understand what's happening with me. If I can avoid medication with a holistic approach, then I try and do that. Once you have some understanding of things, then you can compare notes with a professional and hopefully not be told that you're completely wrong, because that has happened to me. Anyway, the good thing about Glenn is that he does have some experience. He's written a number of books, and if you just Google Glenn Just, you'll see exactly what I mean. The thing I found most interesting about him is what triggered his curiosity. It was an event that occurred when he was just one and a half years old. I had my, my first altered experience about a year and a half of age when I had a near-death experience and the doctor uh, pronounced me dead and I went off to what I described as a journey to heaven. Typical tunnel type of, uh, of experience where you see light at the end and figures show up that I identified as uh, angels, but they were dressed like my aunts and uncles and, and uh, about the same age. Glenn had a life-altering event, and it sent him down a path of discovery. Well, I'm a, a retired professor from the Minnesota University, uh, State University system, and I've had multiple careers uh, and spent a lot of time working with people in the correction system who have had behavioral problems and, and uh, various types of mental illness, uh, chemical dependency, and so on. So throughout my, my life, I've, I've taught, and researched, and, and developed uh, treatment programs uh, in these areas. When I wrote my autobiography in, in 2009, I realized that the type of experiences I've had throughout my lifetime are rather unique in that they, they go across uh, a, a vast number of, of, of altered consciousness experiences that people have historically and across the world and in different cultures. And my background is in psychology, sociology, and anthropology. So I've, I've moved across world cultures uh, historically. I've spent uh, a fair amount of time with inner city people, with the, Department of, uh, the old Department of Health, Education, and Welfare. And about 10 years uh, teaching on the reservation, doing work with Indian uh, students, uh, becoming familiar with the uh, kind of abuses and histories they've had, uh, and, and my introduction to shamanism and was, was with uh, primarily the Winnebago and the Lakota people. Glenn Just is a lot more than just an author. He's someone worth knowing. He's willing to share what is tantamount to a lifetime of experience in his new book, Image Transformations of the Brain Mind, Experiencing the Emergent Supervening Self. I've had a, a bit of a unique background. Yeah, to say the least. And isn't that what Newsgram is all about? Interesting people that you need to know. Glenn's books are all available online at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and plenty of other places in varying prices to fit your budget. And because he does have a book with a very long title, we put a link to some of the places you can purchase his book in the show's description. And that will do it for this edition of Newsgram from webtalkradio.com. 